Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Lovin' Lynn. And Candy Cloud. Thanks for tuning in to the Listen Podcast. Listen. 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 The Listen Podcast. The Listen Podcast. Streaming, streaming on all devices. Every single Wednesday. Shh, it's time to listen. Welcome back to another episode of the Listen Podcast. As you know, we are available on multiple platforms, so go ahead and stream us at your convenience. So you guys, you guys have to definitely share this podcast to your friends and family. Yes, because we need everyone to just go ahead and take a moment to just listen. So let's get right, let's cut to the chase. We're going to talk about the movie Cuties. The last few weeks... We have seen so many people' opinions, reviews online, um, and every social media platform. And people, a lot of people are saying nay to this movie. So, Claudia, how do you feel about this movie? Honestly, if I'm keeping it 100, I feel like I was more confused after the watching after watching the movie than I was before, because there was one question when I was introduced to this movie: it is who is the target audience? Mm-hmm. And I feel like before I had ideas, people said, oh, this is who the movie is targeted towards. And then after, I feel like I still couldn't answer that question. What type of reaction have you like read online? Like, how do you feel about the movie? On my Facebook, people was ready to fight. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was one of them people. I was ready to throw them bowls because you're not going to tell me that this movie was made for educational purposes. So, I mean, people, people was ready to fight. People were really upset, really angry. What about oh, you? Man, um, for a lot of reactions, well, this movie is disgusting. Or, man, we should boycott Netflix. We should um, create a petition to take this movie down, Cuties. And for those who don't know much about Cuties, it's just basically um, a movie about a young girl. It's um, based in France. Um, a young girl who is intrigued by joining a, a dance group. Mm-hmm. Um, these, two, these young girls are around the age of 11, elementary, mm-hmm. and somehow stumble into... Very it Western. <laughs> Everything went there. <laughs> Very Western dance cultures. Um, you see these young girls um, twerking, um, dancing provocally, and just, uh, it's a very cringy, cringy movie. Very. And a lot of people, this movie is getting a lot of backlash because of what the, what the young girls were doing in this movie. Um... In this movie, you can see that the young girls are um, are being very over sexualized, mm-hmm. especially the way they dance. You would think these dances were made for certain type of clubs, not by not danced by eleven year old, twelve year old mm-hmm. children. You know, so <sighs> some people think that this movie is entertainment for pedophiles. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I agree. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the, I feel like for the message that they were trying to put out, they exposed these young girls just far too much. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that somebody actually had to sit down and teach these girls this routine is disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's it's weird. It's it's just, the, the children are too exposed for the message. Okay. That's how I feel. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it, uh, this type of movie shouldn't, I wish it wasn't, streaming live readily available for anybody especially when people who might use it um wrong 
to use it to fulfill a desire that we do not agree um, in this society. Mm-hmm. And it's just completely wrong. Correct. Yes. So for this movie, um, Cloud, what do you rate this movie? Um, since I don't know who the target audience was, I don't understand <laughs> the reason why this movie was made. I'm going to give it a zero. A zero? Yes, ma'am. Okay, wow. I give this movie... <laughs> I give this movie a four or five. Um, because what I got from it, and I feel like I knew who the target audience was. Um, who's it for? I, we definitely know it's not for children. If you watch this movie, we know it's not for children. And if you think, oh, well, I should... I, it's, it's kids dancing and things like that. It's kids. And no, it's not for kids you have to watch it for yourself before you even try to introduce to the kids and i i don't even think a child should even watch it mm-hmm. at all um in this movie i'm I, anyways i'm an advocate to watch any movie before you watch it you let your children watch it you watch it because something called innuendos are real where they're exposing our children to things before they need to be but um i i i cannot say with true confidence that this movie was made for parents mm-hmm. just because I feel like there was no solution. Okay. I can't, I kind of feel like Amy was left to her own devices to mm-hmm. make a decision about who she wanted to be mm-hmm. because her mom didn't really play a big role in this movie at all. Her mom was, if you ask me, I feel like her mom was an extra. Okay. And she was, she was the main character. I feel like if the movie was made for parents, there should have been more, there should have been more of a solution Mm -hmm. or even in relation to how Amy's behavior was affecting her friends. They should have at least let us see uh, how the other children's parents were dealing with the things Mm -hmm. that were going on, which I feel like there was no, there was no resolution. She was just left to her own devices to make a decision on who she wanted to be. And then by the end of the movie, she made that decision, but her mom wasn't really involved. So in the, in the movie, I felt like, like you said that you feel like that movie didn't give you any solutions. Mm-hmm. I feel like in that movie, it was more of a, hmm, at the end, watch if you watched the whole movie, I feel like it was basically thinking about what you could have done differently as a parent. If you have a, if for a parent, I feel like it's to prepare parents for this type of reality. That's what I believe. I feel like this movie just like you will have the solution is what you thought about the movie and what you could have done to prevent your child to go through all that, you know. Because for example, the part where the mom was going through issues with her marriage, where her husband um actually took on another wife, and she and you could tell it was affecting the mother. And of course, um, Amy went through and 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 saw how it affected the mother, seeing how the mom cried and had to like mm-hmm. suck it up. And, and just agree what was happening um, with her husband's new woman. You know, that stuff like that is like, I feel like that opens a doorway for parents. Like, you know, if something is going on, marriage or problems, mm-hmm. and we need to actually talk to the children and be like, hey, this is what's going on with with mommy and daddy and talk to the parents. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that was a, a, a problem. I feel like it was more like problems, was different problems in this movie. And it's like, okay, what ways can we solve it or do so we can make sure this doesn't affect the the children involved so i feel like if you saw the mom not really talking about the situation then it's like okay in my life 
I know I'm going through marriage problems with my um, spouse and things like that. And I feel like I should um, express it to my children what was happening and how do they feel about it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, another part was um, <clears throat> when um, another one is with um, when Amy mom noticed that she's been acting differently. She doesn't confront um, right away. She knows in the beginning because she even, she even like say, she even like list the issues like when she realized okay you're going too far amy you're doing this you're doing that you're doing this who are you it's like when when you first notice your child being different why couldn't you just say intervene yeah yeah, in the beginning i feel like that movie basically opened a lot of doors that a lot of parents do do they're not involved you see how parents are not involved in the in the child's life you see what things could happen you know Mm -hmm. so i feel like it was more like Think about. I feel like it's more like think about what what was happening, what ways as a parent or mm-hmm. a future parent, what can you do so you can make sure we are involved in our children's life. Mm-hmm. That's what I received from the movie. And honestly, there's some people who's like take it down. What do you think, Cloud? Do you, should this movie be taken down or should it stay? I don't care. You don't care. <laughs> honestly, they're gonna do what they want to do regardless mm-hmm. of how I feel about it. Um, I do not I do not like the fact that this content is readily available to anyone who has a Netflix account. But it's like, they're going to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I really asked myself, like, okay, like, what, with what you just said, are the parents, are these parents who don't have time to, you know, pay attention to their kids, are they the ones sitting down watching this film? Mm-hmm. Are, are, because you have parents who... They don't mind their kids dancing like this. These are the parents who are taking those videos and posting them on Facebook, posting them on Instagram. They're the ones in the background cheering on their kid mm-hmm. while they're gyrating and shaking their behind. And it's like, you know, are these the parents who are actually taking the time to sit down and watch this movie? And if they do watch this movie, is that the message that they're going to get? Mm-hmm. I think that um, the message could have been conveyed better mm-hmm. so that, it wouldn't. It would. It would have caused more people to think than for more people to be up in arms. Got you. So, like, they could have expanded on that moment where Amy was using her body to get out of situations, where you know the the older gentleman was intrigued by what Amy was doing, mm-hmm. and let's expand on that fact. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not. I'm not one for. Um, exploiting children but if they showed his reaction and then how he how he went further with it i think that would have affected parents more mm-hmm. like to see him like go online and looking for amy and following her on social oh, media wow. and things like that i think that message would have been more effective so that parents would be like i need to protect my child mm-hmm. than how they did it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like because I feel like that message, people who are comfortable with their children doing this, I don't think that movie's going to affect them as much. Mm-hmm. I think the people who are really up in arms are people who are uncomfortable with their own kids doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who are like, no, 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 this yeah. is not okay. Yeah. But the people who don't care are not really sitting down to watch a movie like this. Yeah. So I feel like the message could have been conveyed better. Should they take it down? That's up to their discretion because Netflix is going to do what they want to do. So. That's, that's so true and I would like to uh, say that I feel like in the movie it was bringing a lot of awareness it's the part you was talking about how Amy was using her her body to like um, get out the sticky situation that her and her friends um, came across 
And it, it, it opened the doors like, you know what? There are pedophiles out there. Mm-hmm. Even though we, the only time we really hear it is when somebody gets caught. Mm-hmm. So when we saw that in the movie, he was just like a security guy. Like, you know, you, like it shows me that pedophiles could be anybody. Yep. It could be anyone, anybody, and anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so when that, when I saw that part, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was, I was like, kind of like, oh, my God, that's weird. Like, why is this guy looking at this girl like that? But then it just brought me awareness. Like, yo, there are, there are men out there looking at girls like that. There is. Everywhere. And, and we don't, we don't notice it, but I don't know. And... At water parks, mm-hmm. at the beach, mm-hmm. when you're going out with your kids and you're mm-hmm. dressing them in these little cute adult outfits, there are men who are looking at this, who are entertained by this. Whew. It's it's scary, but you really have to consider the fact that pedophiles are everywhere. And you may know of the ones who got caught, but there's, there's so many of them that haven't been caught yet. They're, so it's like you have a responsibility to protect your child to make sure that you're they're not being exposed to stuff and mm-hmm. they're not being exposed as entertainment for someone else. Yeah. Um, one thing I like to add with the movie, um, awareness as well, another awareness is that um when the parent, when the mom was like, you know, I don't understand what's going on with Amy, she actually brought I, b- I believe probably the pastor, the leader to come. Oh, yeah, like a shaman or something. Yeah, to to see what's going on, like to see if she's possessed, if she's evil. And of course, he came and did his thing. And I'm just like, I, I like the part when the 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 man who said he she has no evil in her. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, there's you know. There's no evil spirit here. Yeah. yeah, there's no evil spirit in her. I feel like sometimes, you know, parents, like, I feel like because Amy was grew, grew in this religion, I feel like she's probably, probably was strict religion because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. religions like that is very strict. Like, being such a strict religion, sometimes parents just think, oh, it's just evil spirit in her, or just, oh, demons in that person, uh, in her. It's like, sometimes it's like, it, it, it could be just a child just acting out, mm-hmm. you know? It could be something more to it. And for him to say it's not an evil spirit, because that's the first thing when you come from a, 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 a religious background, oh, this, there's an evil spirit in you, something's wrong with you, mm-hmm. because it's evil. But as we know, it's not an evil spirit that was going on. It's just like more of like she was learning certain things that she shouldn't have learned, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's bringing awareness, like people, like us, be involved in our children's life, mm-hmm. be there. We have to be there. And I feel like because um, I was raised uh, by a single mom, it was hard for her to be there. And I learned a lot of things, and through through society, through from my friends, through what I watched do what I, I, I seen at school, mm-hmm. you know? And I also like to add, we have to be careful of who our children gets involved with because before Amy came into the picture of the dance group, the kids were good. Like, the dance was good, mm-hmm. you know? They had a routine. They and everything, did. like, everything was good, um, close, you know, cool. And then Amy, you know, she somehow, because she took a phone from her cousin, and saw what social media offered, she thought that was something appealing, and she taught the girls um, mm-hmm. those type of moves, those type of seductive, you know, ways and gestures mm-hmm. um, for the dance, for the dancing. So sometimes we just gotta be careful of who the kids hang around with, and just make sure that if we don't want our children to be so sidetracked or or let the world just 
teach them that we have to make sure our principles and our morals are taught in the beginning, taught to them. So mm-hmm. they know they have a choice. At the end of the day, we all have a choice. So once we teach our children um, what we believe that they should live by, then who to say that, oh, I didn't know better. I wish I knew better. It's like, no, you had, you knew because you was taught. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And I think it's important to understand that when we send our children to public school, that the people who went to school to get a degree to stand in front of them are not the only people that are teaching. Their peers are teaching them. They have access to information. You don't know how other people are raising their kids. Mm-hmm. And so you're just throwing your, it's like throwing your child in the midst of wolves because even though you're not teaching that to your child, these other children are teaching that. To, to the other children who don't have access to it. And there is a, a scripture in Proverbs 31 where it talks about the Proverbs 31 woman. I believe it's verse 25, but we know this woman was very active. She was doing a lot, but it says that she watched over the affairs of her household. She knew what was going on in her house and that with her children, with her maidservants, with her husband. She, she knew what was going on. So even though she was doing everything to invest and to build, she was also investing in her children, in her maidservants who were in her house with her children when she wasn't around. It's important to pay attention to those things because we have a responsibility to our children to protect them. And so we can't just throw them to the wolves because... This world is made to destroy these children, so they're going to expose them to stuff that you have no intention of them knowing about. Mm, that is, I completely agree 100% on that. Definitely, we got to, parents, we got to be involved. So, we heard Carla Payne about, you know, she, it doesn't matter if the movie stay or not. <laughs> so, me personally, I don't think the movie should be taken down. It should not. I feel like um, it's a, it's a, it's a movie, it's, it's a movie where, you know, we got to have situations like that. I do not agree that um, the directors and producer over-sexualized these young girls to dance like that. I don't agree on that part. But some parts of the movie, I do agree in that we definitely need to be aware of what's happening and who is teaching our children. So I feel like it shouldn't be taken down at all. I think it should be up, which I, I, I am very highly concerned that because this is live streaming that anybody could watch it, especially pedophiles that's out there could watch this. And I, it's, it's very, this is a situation that I'm like, I don't really want to touch in, mm-hmm. touch on because it's, it's very like, it's, it's very, it's a very sensitive um, subject mm-hmm. about this one. Mm-hmm. So my opinion is I wish I, I wanted to, to stay and things like that. Cause they really do teach us a thing and actually teach us um, things that we sometimes do look over mm-hmm. and, we, and we don't think it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like no, it is a big deal, and I want to give a shout out to a YouTuber, May Muses. Um, her name is M A Y E, last name M U S E S. She's a um a YouTuber, and she did a review deep dives, um, of the movie Cuties, and she, un- she gave a really good explanation on why the movie should stay, and and those um, opinion her opinions and her reviews definitely I agree on why it should stay. And, and of course she doesn't agree on how it was the movie was presented but mm-hmm. it was actually um, a movie that is sh- that should be up and should be available mm-hmm. to watch and stream mm-hmm. definitely so speaking of entertainment for pedophiles California had has a new law about pedophiles and things like that that's correct it is a uh, Senate bill 145 and basically, 
There was a lot of misinformation on the internet about this bill and what it said, and people were saying that it was basically um, making room for pedophiles to get away with sexual offenses on children as if the window, the age window or the age gap was closing and things like that. But what the law, what the bill really is trying to focus in on is the fact that in the past, Mm -hmm. homosexual offenses committed against children, against minors, when the offender was charged, they would automatically have to register as a sex offender. Where if it was a heterosexual act, then it would be left up to the judge's discretion as to whether or not that person would have to register as a sex offender. So the argument was to make to make the penalty fair across the board. So now instead of having to automatically register as a sex offender if it is a homosexual offense, now for both heterosexual and homosexual offenses, it is left up to the judge's discretion as to whether or not the individual has to file as a pedophile in their state. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So, you guys, this law is not legalizing any sexual acts with a minor. That is correct. You will go to jail. Correct. You, you will, will pay for your crimes. And you will be registered as a sex offender. That's correct. So, you guys, who's people who are out there, make sure, you guys have to make sure that we're doing the right things. We're doing the right things and obeying the law and making sure that we're take uh, obeying the law that is already set here on um, by the government. Like making sure that we protect ourselves and protecting these young children from people who want to use and abuse the law. And please don't be misinformed about the law. Be aware this is the kind of criminal law and know, know that. Um, to definitely read up on it. So one thing is that how good question is how can we protect ourselves? How do you protect yourself from, you know, going in that path? It's just um, making sure you ask the appropriate questions and gain the appropriate evidence. That's correct. And so Claudia, what do you think a person might need to protect themselves? Check the ID. Check the ID. Gover- government documents birth certificate ID because everyone I mean we have these cases where people are lying about their age we're speaking in reference to that how do you protect yourself in that situation Um, if you're a pedophile and you violate a minor you need to go to jail period Mm -hmm. but in the case where a minor falsely gives out their age um, I think that you need to you need to do you need to protect yourself by any means necessary. So that means checking the ID, um, looking at a birth certificate, um, a passport, because that also has the age on it, the date of birth on it. So it's up to you how you go about that. Say, hey, let's go on a trip. I mean, you can slide it in, make it as slick as possible, do whatever you want, but just make sure you see it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't take anybody's word for it. See it for yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's your word against 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 those documents, period. Uh, and I want to tell you this, in, in a many court situations, the minors always win. Correct. 
Yeah. They they see minors as innocent. Correct. Like, an innocent being. So that's where I was saying, you know, that it's up to the judge's discretion whether or not a person should have to file as a, a registered sex offender. But that's in no way to say that that, that, that's, that makes it safe for you. Mm-hmm. Because the judge's discretion could screw you over. Mm-hmm. It's not always to say that, oh, the judge's discretion is going to protect me. It's better protection for individuals because, hey, if this judge is having a bad day and you screwed up, you might just catch a charge. That is so true. And, you know, a, like Claude was saying, a lot of people do lie by their age. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, um, when people do lie by their age, and guess what, the person who's involved gets in trouble... I feel like there should be a penalty for the people who are falsely accusing. What do you think, Cloud? I agree. I agree. They should be punished in the same way that the 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 offender sh- is going to be punished. They should be punished. They should have to be on house arrest. They should be banned from the internet. Um, there should be there should be consequences in place. For individuals who do lie about their age. Yeah, I definitely agree about that one. Like the stories that we um, read or hear about where minors, you know, don't get in trouble about lying, but the ones who do get accused about that crime are the ones who's getting a hefty penalty for something that that wasn't their fault. You know, I want to mm-hmm. bring up a good story. Um, Zach Anderson. So Zach Anderson is a 19-year-old boy from Indiana. And he met a young girl who said she was 17 on this dating um, site, hot or not. So they, you know, they're in the talking stage and things like that. So one day they decided to, like, let's hook up. And <clears throat> let's hook up. So they was like, okay, so we're going to, so it was like, okay, we're going to hook up um, soon. So in December, when it came around, they, um, well, he actually drove to her. She was in Michigan. So she was, he, he was about 20 miles away from her. So he crossed it. He crossed the state line to go meet this girl. How long did he drive, Linda? 20 miles. It was 20 miles. He went to go pick up the girl from the house, and then they drove to a park, and they did the do. So as, while this was happening, the mom was like, where's my daughter? And little that he little that little does he know that this girl is actually fourteen years old. So the mom is like, "Oh my God, where's my daughter?" and things like that. And mom said that the daughter has a medical condition, so he's she was very worried. And of course, with a minor, if police get involved, the police are gonna start searching. Mm-hmm. By this time, as they're looking, they still didn't find where the 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 young young girl was. So eventually, later on that night, the young girl came back. And mom was like, you know, where have you been? And things like that. And, of course, her tunnel happened. It got the police involved. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, I would say, as this whole thing is spying out of control, the police came and arrested Zach Anderson. And he did not know this was, like, he did not know that this was going to happen because um, right before the police were coming, the girl was saying that, oh, the police said they want to see you because... Um, something that you did and he's like what did I do well what happened is I lied by my age I'm actually 14 yo I'd have been like no I'd have been so livid Cloud 
I would have been so livid. Somebody told me that and I'm about to get arrested. My whole life. My whole life is going down the drain. Yo. For 30 seconds of satisfaction. Yeah, probably just 30 seconds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my gosh. So, Yikes. <laughs> he spent about 50 to 75 days in jail and he got a probation. Uh, so, luckily, uh, because the offense happened, well, I can say luckily, he's from Indiana. The offense happened in Michigan. So, Michigan is one of the states where if uh, if the victim lied about their age, you do not have to be registered as a sex offender. You will not be. So, in Michigan, he was not registered. But in Indiana, they do not care if, if that person lied about their age. You will still have to be registered as a sex offender. And he got a, a probation of five years, and he had, like, strict, strict, strict guidelines that he had to follow. Like, he couldn't... Um, he couldn't be out past 8 p.m. He couldn't go to any establishment that um, served alcohol. He couldn't use the internet. He couldn't have a, a, a smartphone. He couldn't have a laptop or a computer. So that's how, t- that's what's, that's what's, oh my gosh. That was probably like the most outrageous thing I ever heard for him to like not be able to be out at eight, after 8 o'clock because something that he, that it wasn't like, it wasn't his fault. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't his fault. It was the girl who lied. Correct. The girl who lied. So why would he get that punishment where he didn't do anything wrong? Correct. And then to make it worse, the 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 girl actually was at his court hearing, and she admitted that she lied, and that she, you know, she lied about her age, and that Zach shouldn't be punished. Her mother actually also appealed to the judge and said that she didn't want Zach to be punished because she knew her daughter was at fault and her daughter lied about her age. And as as the as the the state decides, it was left up to the judge's discretion on his punishment and this is what the judge decided on. Yeah, I feel like it was something personal, me personally. Um because that's just crazy. That it's it's too much. It's too much because there was proof, there was messages where she was lying about her age. She came and said she lied about her age. Her mother said, you know, you know, don't don't he doesn't need to be penalized as harshly because she knows her daughter lied about her age. And this judge took it upon himself to punish this young man as he see he saw fit instead of looking at the facts of the case and giving a just a just ruling yeah i think it was personal um because just the way what he said was like nowadays people are just out here just um <laughs> out here just going on um, on meaningless dates having meaningless sex and things like that and things they can just get away with you know i was just like yo like what's wrong with this guy <laughs> but I, probably wasn't personal, but I felt like it was kind of a personal, personal thing, especially when he has so much of evidence of this girl lying. Um, so one thing that I know that um, people lie about, we do hear that you know people do lie about the, about you their know, age. The mm-hmm. age. I want to also tell you that people do lie about the crime as well. Mm-hmm. And I know that you had a, a story with that for Brian Banks, I yeah. believe. There is a movie that you guys can watch on, I believe it's Amazon Prime Video that you can watch the movie. Um, Brian Banks, 
He was a star football player at his school. He had scholarships lined up, getting ready to graduate and, you know, go live this new chapter of life. Um, one day he got he was in the hallway, met up with this girl, and this school had this, this hookup spot that everyone knew about. Mm-hmm. And so they decided to go to the hookup spot. They started making out, and then um, he realized that he might be he might be throwing his whole life away um, because, it, I mean, things got heated quickly. She was trying to take off his pants, and then he was like, you know, no, I can't, I can't do this. I can't. So he left her there and went back to class, and she, as she was walking back to class, she kind of felt embarrassed because she was like, you know, she felt rejected. Um, when she was walking back to class, she got stopped by one of the, somebody who works in the school, and they were asking her why was she out of class and things like that, so she kind of told what happened um then when her mom found out her mom definitely went ahead and blew it out of proportion and made this girl come out and say she was raped da 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 they then went and filed a lawsuit against the, the school board and received a big settlement brian banks lost everything he had to because he was already 18 i believe he had to register as a sex offender he went to jail for some time he lost his scholarship by the time he got out, um, he basically he basically had nothing. He had nothing but his but his mother. She was the one who who had his back. But um, as he was getting ready, as he got after he got out of jail and he was starting to you know try to build something for himself, the girl who accused him of rape actually reached out to him on Facebook mm-hmm. and tried to add him as a friend and then tried to pursue a relationship with him. And this guy is traumatized, so when he got the notification, he literally, like, threw his phone, like, what in the world is going on? Why would this girl be contacting me? Um, so then he, he tried to, he tried to appeal to this, um, this group of lawyers who worked on getting people, proving that people were innocent, um, to work with him, but they really didn't want to work with him because, as you know, as we all know, a lot of this system is built up against black black Americans. So uh, they didn't really the 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 main the lead lawyer didn't really want to take his case, but Brian kept appealing to him like, "Please, I need your help. I need your help to get my life back." Um, finally, a lot of the other lawyers in the group really wanted to help Brian, so. They agreed to put in extra time in order to, you know, get him get him cleared. Mm-hmm. Um, when the lead lawyer actually went and looked back at the case, he realized that nobody actually did an investigation because had they done the investigation, they would have realized that this actually it's impossible for this to happen the way the girl said that it did. Somebody would have seen. Somebody would have heard something. It it like it 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 the case didn't make sense. So because because of who he was, because he was an athlete, because he was a jock, they automatically just believed this girl's story. And she he actually was able to get her to admit on camera that he did not um he did not rape her. But because she did not know she wasn't being recorded, the evidence wasn't admissible in court, so they couldn't use it. Um but it's it's sad because she cost him she cost him everything. Eventually he was able to get his name cleared 
and he was able to return to play football, but it took a long time to get there because as you know, when he was, when he was released and he was cleared and could actually be on a football field or be in a park, he was a lot older than how, how old he was when he first got that scholarship. So he had to work really hard to get his body back in shape to be able to play the sport again in a professional manner. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a sad, sad story because this girl, she refused to admit that she lied because they, like I said, they received a settlement from the school board. And so to come out and say, this guy didn't rape me, it would have put them in a position where they had to pay back the money and they weren't prepared to do that. I probably wouldn't want to live anymore. Because that stuff like that, especially if you, if you are like a good person, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, mm-hmm. I don't know about everybody said that, but mm-hmm. let's say if you, you was a good person and then this happens to you, it would have been like, come on. Mm-hmm. You know, Especially when you know you didn't do it and you're being mm-hmm. punished for it. I wonder if why they didn't like investigate. Is it because do athletes have this notation of being like the bad boy? Correct. Like he was a jock. Mm-hmm. He was black. Mm-hmm. So it was just like he fits the mo. Oh, wow. They didn't even give him a chance. They just said, "Yeah, he did it." Oh my gosh. So I so did you so did he also have to register as a sex offender yes, as he well? Did. Oh he my did. Gosh. So I wanna ask a question. So speaking of um being registered as a sex offender, we're I'm talking about like an innocent um situation. Uh it's innocent um basis mm-hmm. <laughs> where when when is when would be a good time to let to notify somebody that you are a registered sex offender? We're talking about people who are innocent, not guilty, like innocent. I think, I think in the beginning. In the beginning. That's just my opinion, yeah, because like in in Brian Banks' situation, when he started to rebuild his life, he mm-hmm. found this girl that he really liked, and he was you know getting to know her and wanted to do different things with her, but he was limited because, as you know, once you're registered as a sex offender, you have to be a certain distance away from all parks, schools. Um, malls where you know children would be present you can't be there so like he took her he took the girl he was interested in to a museum and while he was at the museum with her um, his parole officer actually calls him and was like man what are you doing there you know you can't be there there's a park across the street mm-hmm. and so you know they were they had just got in it was only a few minutes they were in there looking at the art and then he had to like they had to leave and so, you know, eventually she became curious and he had to he had to tell her the situation and she she actually started avoiding him mm. because she had her own trauma with situation with a situation of rape. Oh, so wow. she wasn't really ready to deal with it, but she actually went and spoke to their mutual friend that introduced them. Mm-hmm. And he was able to tell her this whole situation like it didn't he didn't do it. And so after she was able to get that information from their mutual friend, she decided to pursue the relationship Aww. regardless of his situation. That is, oh, that is so sweet looking past mm-hmm. that situation. I think for me personally, I think the right time um, to tell your partner if you registered sex offender. Um, of course, definitely not like in the beginning, like, hey, 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 Lynn, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm well. Yeah, and just want to let you know I'm a registered sex offender. That's going too fast for me personally. I do 
feel like the right time, me personally, would be where he's like, okay, I see a future with her. Like, I really like this girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to take this to the next step. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, you know, want to be boyfriend, girlfriend, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, let me know so I, I can be able to have a choice and make that, make that decision if I want to stay in this relationship or not. Even though he is innocent, because it, it, it's going to be a bit weird for me. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. But for me personally, I would like to know before he's like, Can you, do you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> I want to know before that. Okay. No, I agree. There, there was another case in the movie when they see us where the girl was actually pursuing him. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't really want to pursue her because he understood the situation that he was in, how people looked at him and how people viewed him. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that he didn't want to waste her time because he knew that he didn't really have much to offer her. He couldn't really get a job, a, a good-paying job. He couldn't really pursue a career, and that was because of his situation. Um, but she continued to pursue him, and um, she she started getting upset because there were places that she wanted to go. And she's like, why aren't you taking me to these places? I want to go to the fair. I want to go here. And he basically just had to tell her, listen, this is my situation, and this is why I can't take you to these places. I'm not allowed to be, you know, near children. Um, but she she made she also made the decision to continue to pursue him. Um, they ended up getting married and having a number of children. Oh wow, I think that's that's a bit tough though. Like, imagine you being in that position where he's innocent and he is a registered a registered sex offender, and is you just have to wait for it to be clear but now you cannot do a lot of things like you like a normal date will have mm-hmm. you know i don't know how i'll be able to like cope with it i think i think it, de- it depends on what what you want okay because i mean you can create a life around it you can move out to the to the country and build a you build a life out there it depends on you what you mm-hmm. what you're looking for if you're looking to have that relationship where you're out and about and amongst people and doing things then yeah it's gonna affect you but it's all about what you want and your perspective okay if you're like i really want to be with this person then you're like i'll pay the cost wow daredevil you are aren't you (laughs) i mean everybody has their choices yeah because we we there are women who pursue men for less (laughs) Uh i mean at least he's innocent like There's women who pursue men who are not innocent. There's women who pursue women beaters. Like, because it's not like he wasn't a good guy. He was a good guy. He Mm -hmm. was just in a bad situation. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the women pursue bad guys all the time. (laughs) So it's like, it's perspective. That's so true. You are about that. I I, I don't know why we women are so, we women are so compelled to them. Go after Neg, who's not as good or good for us. I plead the fifth. I have no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> we're looking for a thrill. We're looking for a good time. We want to be entertained. Um, we, I, I think when you're looking for a bad guy, I don't think you're in the in the mindset where you're ready to settle down. You're just looking for a good time. Really? Yeah, I do. Mm. Could there be some bad guy? Well, okay, well, look at me trying to like. No, no, go ahead stuff. and go ahead and speak your truth. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. No, go ahead and speak your <laughs> no, truth. There are some men that, uh-huh. you know, I, I'm not talking about, like, bad, bad guys, but. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, there's some guys who's out there who's a little bit rough, in the, rough with it. Rough with, oh, my gosh. 
was a little bit rough in the edges. Uh-huh. You know, beating your behind. Uh-huh. No, I don't, I'm not talking about that. that uh-huh. That's that's a terrible guy. You're uh-huh. a terrible guy for doing that. Uh-huh. There's levels. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm I'm not talking about women beaters. I don't know. Just like the guy who just like to bring danger into your life. I, uh-huh. Sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at you. I can't even talk to this girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just saying, these these bad guys usually make you miserable. You can't sleep at night. You you just, oh, yeah, you question you're like, like, you're questioning you your whole life, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, don't it's a waste of time, but at the same time, don't don't waste a good guy's time because there are a lot of women out there who are breaking good guys for the rest of the women out there trying to find one. Oh, say that again, girl. I'm telling you. Mm. Leave them alone. If you're not ready to settle down, you're not ready to be serious, you still want to be for these streets, you still want to be spreading butter for every man who come around the corner with a butter knife, then go do that. <laughs> Leave these good men alone. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm just keeping it 100. Leave them alone. You know, I came I came across a few broken men before. One man I came across, we had, uh, we had a conversation one time, and he's like, man, I just care too much, yo. I just care too much. I'm like... Bro, who hurt you? Like, come on, yo. But you know what? I don't know because I'm not the type of person who's just going to go out there and hurt people. Like. But, you know, sometimes it's not intentional. I just think that, once again, you're not being honest with yourself and about what you want, so you waste people's time. And in wasting people's time, you're not on the same page so somebody ends up getting hurt. You're right. That's all true. I just got to be honest. If I'm not feeling you, I'm not feeling you. And I think don't use him for food. Don't use him because you know he's in a good position. He can take you shopping. He can. He's gonna do everything that a bad guy isn't gonna do. He's gonna give you that intention, attention, but you really have no intention of pursuing him. Then it's 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 not right. Just leave him alone. Be honest. Be one hundred. I don't like you. I don't want to be with you. <laughs> if he decides to continue to pursue you and waste his time, that's his problem. But make sure that you're upfront. Mm-hmm. Don't lead him on. So we over here talking about women, you know, be up front. But then it'd be these men who out here who who can't be up front. Don't waste my time. Like, who like to waste people's time? Don't waste my time. Like, so if we're going to talk about women, we should definitely make sure men out here know, too. Stop wasting our time. Be honest. Like, some men out here are actually not looking for a relationship. That's true. They, they, and it's, like, so funny. It's, like, they would intentionally, like, still talk to you, even when you say I'm looking for a relationship. And then you'd be like, nah, I'm in a relationship too. And back in my was like, nah, I'm not. Yeah. Like, and, it, and it goes back to standards. Like, it's also up to a woman to have her standards set. If you, if you, if he makes it clear that he's not pursuing a relationship and he keeps contacting you, you need to block him and let him know that you, you're staying true to your standards. Otherwise, they will waste your time. If you, if you leave the door open, they will come in and make a mess of your house. Like, just, just keep your standards up. And don't don't let nobody come waste your time. What, you know what? what was your thoughts about this one? I mean, you guys, once I'm I'm always gonna tell you keep it one hundred. Mm. Be honest, man. <laughs> keep it real in these streets because don't nobody got time for liars. I don't I don't have time to waste my time. Just mm-hmm. just keep it one hundred. Be honest. Um, protect yourself by any means necessary. It is no one else's responsibility to protect you but you. So make sure you're doing your due diligence to protect yourself, protect your future, um, because nobody's going to do that for you. And if you have kids, be involved with your kids. Talk to them. Make yourself available to them so that they're not swallowed by this corrupted world. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with everything that you're saying. Just 
you guys just be honest this is it's 2020 i think we, we've been through a lot so far be honest like it, be honest with your age be honest of <laughs> what you want in a relationship you just got to be honest and things like that and i agree with cloud was saying you know parents we have to be involved we got to be involved in our kids life because we want to make sure that our kids are not learning from things that we don't stand for mm-hmm. you know so we have to be involved in our children's life and and also different laws that's coming up into the states we got to make sure that we know the laws and we'll we obey these laws mm-hmm. and make sure we're teaching them to our children bracing our children for interactions because we don't know what they'll encounter so mm-hmm. we it's it's a it's a parent's responsibility to prepare our children and i think that's why it's important to watch movies like Brian Banks to watch movies like when they see mm-hmm. us because then you have an understanding of how to prepare your children for these things that's true and even though some of these movies were back in the day like it would portray for back in the day it still happens here mm-hmm. it still happens now it's just probably not in social like it's not like headlight news yeah there's a lot of people who a lot of african-american men who grow and they're innocent right. you know we just gotta be aware and vigilant and and be sober um be sober and make sure you know we do what we need to do that's true during this time well thank you guys so much for listening we hope in your process of listening you learned something you received some kind of revelation it touched you in your heart so uh or it, it brought you to a call to action, whether it be in your home or with your friends and family. Uh, we're glad you listened. Thank you for listening. And we hope you'll listen again next week. Bye.